Welcome to Pete and Hannah's review show, What's Next? The show where we help you figure out what to watch next. I'm your host, Pete Mitchell. I'm here with my great co-host, Hannah! Hello, people. Hannah, on today's show, we are reviewing Anyone But You, Aquaman The Lost Kingdom, Poor Things, and Wish. But before we begin, let us tell the viewers what they should do. Pretty please leave a like and subscribe to our channel. Subscribe. And leave a comment down below on the movie that was your favorite this year. Comment down below. Hit the notification button and you'll get great content like this one, including the first annual Watchies. Hannah and I are a bit uh, dusty today. We had a big after party for the Watchies last night with all the stars. And uh, yeah, it was amazing to see all the award uh, winners. Nominees were... A bit harsh. Some of the criticisms of uh, they thought they should have won, but uh, yeah, uh, I don't want to mention names. You know, you know the watchies. Uh, what happens at the watchies stays at the, the watchies. Uh, but what a great show! Um, don't forget, we've got our uh, AFI podcast. Do the right thing right up now. Heaps of content coming up on the channel. Amazing. But before we begin, as we talked about last night on the Watchies, our 2023 championship belt holder for you, Hannah, it is... John Wick, Chapter 4. And for me, it is Past Lines. But we also unleashed our worst movie of the year, and it's the Just Fine Award for Worst in Cinema for 2023. For you, Hannah, it is... After Everything. And for me, it is Killers of the Flower Moon. Let's get on to the reviews today, and the first review that we're going to do today is Anyone But You. It is a romantic comedy starring Sydney Sweeney, Glenn Powell, from the director of Easy A and Friends with Benefits, mm-hmm. The Elevator Pitch. You meet the girl of your dreams, and then she leaves you, and then you say some bad things, and she overhears it, and then you become mortal enemies. But the bad thing is your friend is getting married to her sister and the wedding's in Australia and you have to spend all the time with her while the wedding's going on. Reasons to see this hen. It's your classic enemies to lover, uh, fake dating trope of a rom-com. Yeah, it's based on Shakespearean play, um, much to do about nothing. And, you know, the reason why Shakespeare is used for centuries after centuries, it works. Yeah, it's the classic. And it's just actually well done, put together. It's a just fun rom-com that would definitely slot in with some great watching. Reasons not to see this, there are... Like, they, they play around with the ending a little bit, and you can tell there's some cuts that they had to make late. They did uh, make some recent reshoots only a few, like a month or two ago. Yeah, you can sort of tell. It's like um, some when you look at a, uh, a paint on the wall and it's some, some of it's come up off a little bit, you can sort of see it in this movie at all. But I think it's it's a pretty well-made rom-com, actually. Yeah. Uh, should you watch or miss anyone but you at cinemas, Hannah. I would get. I would still give it a watch. It's yeah, like, I'd give like it a watch. If you're looking for like a date night movie or a friend, or you know, you just friends that love to see rom coms, like this is this is that movie. It's it's got some laughs in it. It's definitely got a more. They've gone for an MA rating for some for adult sure. adult type humor, and maybe because 
because the film's set in Australia, they try to use Australian lingo, and so we drop a lot of... We swear a lot, apparently. And so... Apparently. (laughs) We do, but, like, it's just very apparent in this film, and they really put on these... If you don't like the mockingness of Australia, which, no, everyone loves... Australians are mocking themselves, but yeah. this really hones in on just, you know, the Australian stereotypes. Yeah, Brian Brown's made a career playing the same character <laughs> over and over again, and he does it really well here. Rachel Griffiths plays an American in it. Del Maroney is in it. Uh, yeah. the, the title characters are played by Sidney Sweeney and Gun Powell. Great chemistry. Yeah, I, that's what you need from a rom-com, and they really bring it in this one. Yeah, and you have, like, um, side characters that... Yeah, it brings some good laughs. Yeah. I think the side characters and the writing is probably the weakest of the film. But everything else, just it all plays really well. Yeah, well, the the main thing that brings you to the movie is Sydney Sweeney, Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell, and they bring it. And that's what they needed to do. It's a definite watch. And the rating for this one is... A golf clap. Yeah, I agree. Golf clap it is. Pleasant. Anyone but you, go see it at the cinemas now. The next movie we're going to talk about is Aquaman Lost Kingdom. This is the sequel to the surprise hit, The Matter of a Billion Dollars, Aquaman. Directed by James Wan, who is the horror mastermind <laughs> yeah. uh, behind, you know, Conjurings and um, Annabelle's and, yes. yeah, Saws, all those great uh, movies. James Wan's got his own universe and he's... Yeah, you know, he did I, I've heard about it, yeah. Yeah, did a uh, Fast and Furious movie, so he's actually... Uh, stars Jason Momoa, stars Patrick Wilson, Nicole Kidman. A bit disappointing, it doesn't star William Defoe. No, he's not in this. Elevator pitch. You are the king of Atlantis and you've had a... Got married and you've had a baby and you're trying to rule the seas, but also work on the relations between land and sea. But your enemy, the Black Mantis, has found this... Black Manta. Uh, Black Manta has found uh, this secret uh, frozen trident, Black Trident, that can talk to him. Uh, reasons to see this, Hen? Uh, it's a by-the-numbers sequel to a superhero movie. It's basically, if you just want some dumb superhero action Jason Momoa Jason Momoa really putting on this is Jason Momoa's Aquaman the entire time and it has a great um, relationship between um, Aquaman and his brother which hello is, brother which is just a really fun they play off they really don't like each other but don't call me brother it's just that's probably the best part of this film yeah when he calls right. him uh, Wilson from uh, he goes uh, Castaway get yes. Wilson there's like a there's some great humor and banter between the two which yeah. I just want more of, I guess. Uh, reasons not to see this. Uh, yeah, like I said, the last movie you could tell was reshot. This one, you can tell. Uh, yeah. The scenes that were undercooked, their the CGI wasn't great, but there's some, you know, some great set pieces that James Wan's really good at. And just like the first one, the underwater world is just astonishing. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. But some of the stuff on land, they, they use CGI when it's just, yeah. No. Pretty bad. The, uh, the fight scenes are probably some of the worst. I think there's a really great fight scene towards the end with Black Manta and Aquaman, and they're fighting, you know, just combat. But anytime it's like water or stuff, that it's just like pushing water around. It's pretty. It's pretty bland. Uh, the DCU has finally come to an end. It's yes. put us all out of our this misery. Is this is the now. last one. 
and I would say it's a definite miss. And I would say it is rating for this one is I played on my phone. Mm-hmm. 100%. Look, I'm going to go see it again because I'm just a sucker for punishment and, you know, it's right up my alley. But, yeah, I agree with him. It's it's definite miss and it's definite I played on my phone. Uh, next movie they're going to review is Poor Things. Yes. Poor Things is in cinemas now. It is directed by Yorgos Lanthimos, who directed one of my favorite uh, movies in the last five years, is The Favourite, which starred Olivia Coleman as Queen Anne, Rachel Weisz, and Emma Stone. This movie stars Emma Stone again, and it also stars William Defoe, mm-hmm. and it also stars Mark Ruffalo. Yes. Wow. <laughs> uh, the elevator pitch. You are a mad scientist mm-hmm. that likes to experiment, and he experiments on a girl, uh, places a new brain in her body, and you have to teach her how to do stuff. Yeah. And then she goes on a journey, kind of like young Frankenstein meets Eat, Pray, Love, some smart person said to me once. Frankenstein's monster, because it's... Yeah, young Frankenstein is Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, it's a bit more I know, humor. But, but technically Frankenstein is the is the guy that made Franken, made the monster. Yeah, correct, but young Frankenstein's a little bit more humor. Yeah. A bit more humor. Yeah. That was going uh, for. I'm sorry, the... Frankenstein like is nuts. There's humor there. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, but Young Frankenstein's a great uh, with Mel Brooks movie. So, <laughs> uh, reasons to see this in. Uh, reasons to it's just a really well done, incredible journey movie where someone goes on a f- full on discovery of themselves. You were walking around like Emma Stone the next day. <laughs> it was. I was because I just absolutely was just enthralled with this movie. It. This movie is held together really well by the acting in this movie is off the charts. Like Emma Stone playing this, um, basically this woman who is learning to be alive again. And you have uh, Mark Ruffalo playing a lovelorn, sick, a lovesick puppy, basically. And Willem Dafoe as a creepy scientist, which yeah, he's look, played before. Mark Ruffalo reminded me of like one of the characters from Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. That's what's it? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Bit of Rupric. Rupric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this movie is great acting and it's it looks stunning, but not much story there. It's, yeah. Uh, it reasons not to. It's probably... It's not for the faint of heart. Like it's you, not everyone's cup of tea. It's a very it's strange, dark comedy. Yeah, it's a very strange film, and so people who don't like you know uh, dark comedies or artsy, a lot humor, of sex, uh, nudity and stuff. Yeah, but it's that's more modern. Those things are more um, so, especially in Europe. Like that's more of the style, and mm-hmm. like that's normal. But it's going to be you know, some people don't like that, and so it's definitely going to be on people's not so much for me. Uh, should you watch or miss this one at the cinema? I would definitely give it a watch. I think if you love if you love Emma Stone and these type of films, it's a really great film to watch. I really enjoyed it. It's it's a definite golf clap for me. It's a highly recommend to anyone that's got that little twisted sense of humour. Yeah. Uh, I think Emma Stone deserves all the plaudits that she gets. Uh, Jorgen Zeltmos, like if. It's a tough year for directing, but if... Yeah. And normally, I probably think he wins, but he's not going to win this year because Nolan's got it in the bag. <laughs> yeah, but he did make a really stunning movie, I will say. It's really lovely and interesting to watch. Um, I bought tickets to the next one as well. I really love his films, and, you know, I can highly recommend 
poor things. The next movie that we're reviewing today. What would you like to give poor things? I already said golf club. Golf club? Yeah, golf club. Yeah. yeah, you happy with that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. We'll watch back on the tape and then I'll prove you wrong. <laughs> Thanks for listening to me, Han. No. <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, the next movie we're going to review today. Now, look, it's a Disney film. I'll just hand it over to my no. lovely, lovely character. I'll just give us, just give, just give the elevator push. I'll hand it over to my Disney expert of a co-host, mm-hmm. Hannah. Next, we're reviewing Disney's Wish. When the car- when the protagonist Asha is elevator pitch. elevator pitch. When the character of Asha is trying out to be the apprentice for the king slash sorcerer, he has the ability to grant wishes. And so he, on your 18th birthday, he takes your wish, and he'll one day grant it. So she goes to apply. She, she finds all, she he shows her what he does and he's kind of stingy he doesn't make everyone's wish come true and he is a bit of a manipulator so he's the villain of the story and Asha well she doesn't like that she believes everyone deserves a chance to make their wish and have their wish even if you know they can't make it come true so she wishes on a star it comes to life and it helps her reasons to see this movie this is actually a really just well done kids movie disney just doing you know everything everything about this movie is safe and it's wonderful it has great music i will say the villain song while lacking the wish song which is the title song would you like to say anything about those music as well it's good yeah okay Anyway, the, the the title wish song is incredible. I think Ariana Bose is great. I love her as a protagonist. I love her as Asha. She's really wonderful. I will say that the character does not go through a development arc at all <laughs> on review of this movie. But she is a definitely a lovely character. The villain, which is Chris Pine, he's a very good villain. But I feel like he also falters on the fact that he himself does not go through an arc at all. He's just the villain. Choose the scenery, though. Um, he does. So, Reasons chooses this movie. If you're a Disney fan, it is definitely filled with lots of Easter eggs and lovely... Um, yeah. It just reminds you of all different films of the past. Like, even when I was watching it, there was a lot of Easter eggs. There's, like, hidden Mickeys. There's, like, there's like the poison apple and different moments. Yeah. Like, even the her friends, her friends represent the dwarfs yeah like it's like a it's like a silly way and they're doing stuff it looks like they hit rail uh reasons not to see it is it's just preying on your nostalgia of disney yeah for sure while also not expanding this movie is supposed to be there like 100 years of animation and it plays a really safe this is a safe by the numbers movie that doesn't really try to be anything different I mean, this is the same company that gave us, like, Shakespeare and Lions. You know, we had Lion King, you know, Lion King and Aladdin and stuff. Like, some great films. And, you know, this this is a very interesting story and a character. And they just play it safe by having a villain that goes crazy. And then everyone seems to stop to make it, you know. You know, it's safe. If you enjoy these kind of movies, it's definitely going to be on your list. Kids will might enjoy it, but... Um, should people go see this at the movies, Peter? Yeah, I, li- I liked it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it 
fit my Disney I think love. I think uh, a lot of people would go see this movie if in fact it was come it wasn't going to come out 6 months later on Disney Plus but yeah they might have real problems with them The problem them. is that I think a lot of people might not see this but if you do really love Disney I think you definitely should see this the movies I wonderful songs and just safe Yeah good Rating Rating for this movie I would give it a golf cart because at the end of the day, it's still a good movie. It just doesn't try to be anything different. There you good, go. Good stuff. Good stuff from the Disney expert there. I just, you didn't want to say anything? I, I, I liked I, it. I know you liked it a yeah, lot. I really so did. I thought I you didn't really... want to say anything. Yeah, I, 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 just, I just liked it. I just sad because they've done, they've done better. Even Encanto, which I don't particularly enjoy, is a better film. I agree. Like, but. It just gave me what I wanted from a hundred years of Disney. <laughs> I, I liked the little yeah, like winks to the characters and stuff like I, that. I and did, but they didn't I love do Chris anything. Pine. I love Ariane DeBose. I, I, it was fine. It was, it, it was. Whoa, I shouldn't say that word. That's a negative <laughs> word. It's just fun. It, uh, no, it, it was a, just a, a good kids movie. And I, if I had a kid, I'd definitely take them to see that movie. <laughs> I'm a kid at heart. <laughs> That is it for the reviews today. Tomorrow we'll drop movie news with the great Hannah and we'll also do some click bait back to normal. Uh, the usual blockbuster will be dropping later in the week. And we, um, movie championship belt holder year is 2016. Stick around at the end of the video for YouTube viewers and we'll tell you the answer to can you guess the movie this week. Uh, Hannah, anything else to add on this special edition of what's next, the Boxing Day edition? Yeah, just let us know your favourite movie of the year and your worst favourite movie of the year. Yeah, the Just Fine. Yeah. Love it. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you to everyone watching and listening on Apple and Spotify podcast. Don't forget to like, follow and subscribe until tomorrow when we catch up for movie news it's bye for now